You are listening to 51st Dates Houston. I'm Connie Leon, your host. We will be discussing relationships and dating and everything in between with people from all walks of life. So get ready. Hey guys, welcome back to 51st Dates Houston. This is your host, Connie Leon. And today I have a guest who is a new friend we just met a couple weeks ago at an event. If you know about the different networking events that I attend, um, I went to a social media, um, they were doing like a social media dinner at a local restaurant. So there was a group full of women, local women, and they had the best relationship dating stories. And so I had to capture some of these ladies to be on the um, podcast. So we're here today with Lini. Lini. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting confused from uh, Fun in the City HTX. And we're going to learn a little bit more about her. And then we're going to go into our dating questions. Are you excited? I'm excited. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. And I don't know if you're up for day drinking, but yeah, I, okay, I awesome. brought a bottle of bubbles. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yes. Because it'll make the conversation flow a little Definitely. better, right? Yeah. So we just did a podcast a few weekends ago. And we had tequila shots and we weren't. So one of the girls that came on wasn't expecting it. And she was definitely full on just very uh, in the moment. So it was fun to say the least. So definitely. So Lady's going to open the bottle. Yes, uh, I can get this foil off of here. Um, yeah, well, I, you know, I already don't have much of a filter when I'm sober. So, <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. So you, are you from Houston? No, um, I've actually was born in Ohio li- and grew up in Michigan. And then okay. I kind of lived in different places after that. I lived in California for seven years. Okay. And then I lived in Maryland for a year. And I've been here for about 15. Okay. And then... So one of the biggest things for us is, whoa, there it is. (laughs) We got it open. Um, So one of the biggest things for us here on the podcast is to know about your age and your background, if you're single, divorced, or married. I am 43. Okay. You look great. (laughs) For a couple more days. Oh, okay. Wow. (laughs) My birthday is on Thursday. Oh, nice. So I'll hold on to that (laughs) for as long as I can. Um. And I have a boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. Um, almost three years. Okay. Yeah. Have you been married before? Twice. Twice. So you're divorced twice. Yes. And then you have a boyfriend. And um, and then, so you are a local professional, right? Yes. You mm-hmm. you work in a nonprofit? Nonprofit. I'm an operations director. And I've been there for almost 11 years. Okay. And then your Fun in the City page, how did that get started? So I was already... Uh I was already kind of um, posting on my personal page, like a lot of events and Mm -hmm. restaurants. And I always had a passion to like go to new places and everything. And my friends would ask, where should I go? Do you know? They they could just tell by my page that I always knew where to go. Right. So um, I had another friend that asked me, she is in real estate Mm -hmm. and, um, she likes to blogs, you know, about her real estate and everything and her also her personal life. So she asked me if I wanted to do a page together and I said, yeah, sure. Why not? But I was the one doing all the work. So um, it's now just me. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, and that happens, right? In <laughs> yeah. social media, you kind of collab with different people and then it just kind of falls apart, you know, for one reason or another. And then, you know, you're the main person, which is fine. Yeah. Um, okay. So you're, 
you're not from Houston, but how long have you been here, you said? About 15 years. 15 years. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so you're basically from Houston. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you work for a nonprofit. You currently have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so the funnest part of our conversation <laughs> that night was how you met your boyfriend. Do you want to share that with us? No. <laughs> Her face, y'all. Just like, <laughs> Okay, so we'll do this. We'll get back to you <laughs> on that. So, okay. And how long have you been with your boyfriend? Almost three years. Three years. Okay. Yeah. And he's also from Houston? Yeah. Well, he's actually, I mean, pretty much. He came here as a child. Okay. Um, from England, and he's Indian. Okay. But, awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to get into our questions. And um, so the way the questions work is they're just very random, you know, just different um, topics. So my first question is always, what has been your best or your worst first date. So you can pick either one or both, whatever you want to share. Nothing, so nothing stands out uh-huh. as far as like a really good date, first date. Oh, wow. Or, really? yeah, or a bad date. I mean, I have some stories for right, sure about right. like. Um, so what's something you can share about it with, with us about so I met, either one? Yeah, I met this guy. <laughs> Obviously, I was like Bumble or Tinder or something, okay. you know. I met this guy, and we were talking for a while, and he was Brazilian. And we met, and I can't remember if, if he told me right before we met or if I didn't find out until we got to the bar uh-huh. that he'd been using Google Translate to talk to me the whole time. Oh. I didn't know. So you got there, and you didn't know that. So He either told me right before. Uh-huh. Or I think he told me right before the date. Okay. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I guess I just felt like he was using it as a crutch maybe. Maybe he right. knew a little bit more English. Right. Then, and no. Because you hadn't talked on the phone. You were just messaging the yeah. whole time. Oh. Yeah. Talk on the phone. <laughs> Beforehand. I mean, I think we talked about this the night that we Yes, met. yes. I think we it's did really have. It's really important yes. to have one phone conversation with someone. Before. Before the date. Because you can really weed yeah well sometimes for me even like in messaging right like if the questions are just really like basic you know and it's not like anything in depth it's like oh okay this is not really you know what I want but um but yeah so what happened did you you guys showed up to the date so he was super nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I showed up to the date right and we pretty much passed the phone around the whole time. Oh my goodness. Like he didn't know any English. Oh, wow. I figured he probably knew a little bit. Right. No, no. Could get by. Nothing. And, um, he was really nice though and Uh really sweet, but it was, uh, it was the shortest date I'd ever been on. It was 45 minutes. Oh, wow. And (laughs) and when I left, he said, well, he told me that he had, um, some English classes he was going to be taking. And, um, he said, I'm going to I'm gonna learn English and come find you. Aww. <laughs> so he was really nice. Yeah, it's just yeah. we couldn't communicate. Right. You know? <laughs> and then that's he, hard. He ended up, so he Facebook, like followed um, me on uh-huh. Facebook. And then I saw he was back in Brazil. So I think I sent him a message like, oh, did you move back to Brazil? And uh. he said, yeah, it was too hard. Oh, he said wow. the English was too hard. So he gave up and moved back to Brazil. Oh, wow. That's interesting. <gasps> yeah. That's really interesting. Was he older, younger? He was a little older than me. And I mean, honestly, I don't think he was my type. Right, right, right. But it was a one date and he right. was very nice. 
And then plus, like, the communication <laughs> issue, I feel, is already an issue, even when you both know English. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so for you to not know the language, that would be, yeah, very difficult. For sure. So then my other question was, um, or is, are you on dating apps? Obviously, you have a boyfriend right now. You're not. But before, have you been on, you said you found this date. Yeah. I was on everything. I was on Tinder, Bumble. But they had Hinge and they had another happen at the. I don't okay. think they have those anymore. Are they? Well, so Hinge is around Hinge, Tinder, Bumble, um, Match is another one. Um, what's another one? I mean, there's several. Facebook yeah. has a dating app. Yeah. Facebook dating. So, there's yeah. more new ones. I think I went on a couple smaller ones. At the right. Time, but honestly, every single dating site I was on it was the same people. Right. It was just and that's the same what, people. That's what I find now. So, was it like that for you for everything? Not like it was the same people, but did you just find that it was the same type of guy or that? I don't know. To me, the same people. Just the same <laughs> it's like people. I've seen that guy. I've seen yeah. him on this other. But also, it's funny that you asked me about um, the same type of guy. Yeah. Because there's something to that. And I don't know if, um, I, and I was kind of thinking like, what, what will I talk about when right, I right, come right. here, right? And something that's really big in my relationship right now um, is learning about attachment styles. And I don't know if you know anything about that. No, but it's funny you say that. So I recently like came across an article or something, and but I didn't read it. And it's about attachment styles. I think it's maybe a coach. You know, one of those dating coaches yeah. on Instagram? I think they were talking about it. So everybody, I feel like, needs to look into this. Right. It's like a big part of why you are the way you are. And right. you attract who you attract. And, and so... My boyfriend and I, we are, you know, we watch videos about about it and everything. And we've read a book called Attached. There's this lady that has a YouTube page. Okay. That, um, did you name, talk about it that the other night at the I, dinner? I don't think I so. I thought somebody did. Okay. I don't think so. But her name is Thies. I think it's T-H-I-E-S or something like that. Gibson. But if you Google her name and attachment, uh-huh. you know, even if you spell it wrong, it'll come it's up. It's hers. Okay. But she's a great person like I think she's a therapist and she has her own business around attachments and she's got some great videos but the reason why I'm saying this is because I read when I read the book it's basically like there's there's four different kinds of attachment styles there's avoidant fearful Uh uh-huh and avoidant dismissive and then there's anxious attachment style and then there's um oh gosh trying to think of the third or fourth one um i can't think of it right now um secure okay secure Uh so and you don't have to be all of just one you can have Mm -hmm. parts and there's actually quizzes out there it'll tell you what you are whatever but what i read is that a big percentage of the dating pool are avoidance Oh. They don't stay in relationship for long. Is that something new they feel? Like, is it something... No, this is not new. Okay, and okay. It, and it's um, how you are raised. Like, something to do with how you're raised and, like, how your parents were with you is how you attach. Mm. And then it goes into your... I'm going to have to look into that. You should look into it. That's it's very interesting. interesting. Yeah. And so, now I feel like, even just with friends, I can tell what 
their attachment style is like wow. when they're talking to me about <laughs> their relationships or whatever and I'm like oh my god you're so avoidant and <laughs> <laughs> okay after this we're gonna have to have that conversation you can tell me what I am <laughs> that is so interesting that's fun. yeah so a lot of I mean I don't want to say I don't want to say like I'm an expert on this or anything, right right like, but it's you know I so I don't want to say anything wrong but a lot of the pool out there is avoidant and so I feel like that's why it's so hard to find someone, you know. All my friends are just like, oh, my God, what is up with this guy or whatever. It's just at our age very difficult because those secure people tend to find a mate and stay with that mate, you know. Right. So So do you think it's like an age group thing also? (sighs) I don't think so. So that's funny. There's this guy... I I think that if you don't realize your issues right. as you, and you get older mm-hmm. that you're going to continue to be that way, you know. You have to figure out like this Just, is what's going on with me and I want to fix it or whatever, but right. it's not it. No, it's not an age thing. It's no. kind of that self-awareness thing, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm um listening right now to I've been doing a lot of audible books, so I've been listening to um a book by Common, the rapper. Mm-hmm. He uh, has a book it's called uh Let Love Be the Last Word. I think that's what it's called. Um anyways, and a big thing that's like coming through all the chapters is self-awareness. Like just his self-awareness of his needs, his emotions, his traumas. And I think that's really important because like you said, you carry that through. And if you don't fix those things and you don't, you know, like myself, I'm in therapy, right? So I go to therapy and I make sure that I take care of these things because, you know, whatever happened in my first marriage, first relationship, because I was married and with my ex-husband for 19 years. Mm-hmm. So that's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, just to kind of make sure that the next time I'm in a long relationship that everything, you know, turns out better for me. Yeah. So that's, I'm going to look that up. You definitely attachment should. Styles. Yes. There's a book, like I said, it's called Attached. And okay. then her videos are, she's great. So, awesome. um, but yeah, I mean, cause my boyfriend and I were having conflicts uh-huh. a lot. And so, um, we kind of figured it figured out uh-huh. um from reading that book like what kind of what our issues are right. and why we have conflicts and stuff so right and so do you you don't have kids Mm-mm. and does he have kids no no okay mm-hmm. and then is he like married was he married before or divorced nope. okay Simple. okay awesome he's five years younger than me so oh, okay but that means anything at this age <laughs> right well no but then for me um I know like so one of the girls that I had on the podcast a few uh, weekends ago, she only dates, like, older guys, preferably. She doesn't really like to date younger guys, even if it's a year younger. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, she's very specific. She's like, <laughs> no, I just really want, you know, an older guy. And and so, yeah, I'm not, like, for me, I think I'm, four, I'm almost 40. I'm 39. So, for me, like, 35, 36, and then older, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I'm older, so, like, 43, 44, it doesn't really... I think it's more of, like, being the type of guy that I'm into, you know, and then personality and just so much of everything else versus, like, the age. I'm not really, like, looking at the age. But then also, like, we talked about it, and somebody super young, like, 22, 23-year-olds, like, I'm... Could be your mom. (laughs) So, no. You know, so that kind of situation. So, yeah. So, age, you're right. Like, for me, it's... It's not really relevant unless, you know, you make it that way if it's too young or whatever. But, yeah. And it's like um, when they – I've had a lot of younger guys interested in me. And then I feel like once they find out – because I'm always like, 
you're too young. Go away, right? Yeah, but then yeah. they're they're like, well, how old are you? And yes. they're even more It's more interested. infatuated. Yes, like, yes. Oh, my gosh. No. Um, no. <laughs> I will say I did meet one guy that uh-huh. slid into my DMs. <laughs> I've only met one guy that slid into my DMs, and mm-hmm. it was him. And he was, like, 25. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and I'm trying to think. I mean, this was probably four years ago. Okay. So I was... 3940. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and, I mean, it was just, I, I met up with him, but I told him, like, it. this is just friendship thing, right. you know. But mm-hmm. he kept trying, and I right. was like, okay, you know, like, I told you, this is just a friendship thing. But, I mean, even when I met up with him, I was like, okay, he, he's definitely 25. Right, you <laughs> like can Like, some of the things that right. he was doing or whatever, I'm like, right. you know. Yeah. And then he had a relationship with an older woman at one time, so he was, like, trying to use that to... Right. But I've been with... Uh, like, you want kids, though, don't you? Yes. Well, I mean, then you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's my biggest thing, right? Like, also the whole kids thing for myself. I have two kids, and but I can't have any more kids, right? I already had that surgery. Like, that's done with. So that's a big thing for me also when I talk to guys, you know, and if, especially if they're younger, like, look, mm. and they don't have kids or they've never been married, it's like... I can't have kids anymore. So that yeah. should be something that you think Consider. about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a big deal. I mean, I've got friends right now that are talking about freezing their eggs. Right. It's um, also puts pressure onto onto them, I think, as they get older. Because if they want kids, they feel like they have to find a guy right now. Yeah. And I feel like that attitude mm-hmm. is probably what's standing in their way of finding right. the guy. Because... That probably comes off as desperate. Or, or that pressure for the guy, you know, to be like, God, oh, you want to have a kid or get married or something yeah. so fast. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So kind of leading into my next question, the whole age thing. One of my things is that I discuss with a lot of my friends, um, especially my older friends, I feel like um, that have been married and divorced. Um, we talk about being traditional, traditional relationships and how men like the chase. Right. Like, what is that like or what has that been like for you? Like, are you a traditional person where would you approach guys in the past, you know, to go out with them? Would you ask them out or would you just wait for the guy to ask you? Like, how did that kind of happen? Well, it depends on how much I had to drink. (laughs) That's the factor. (laughs) If if I'm out and I've had something to drink and I see a cute guy and I want to talk to, I right. just talk to him. Right. It's that uh, liquid courage, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, I feel like every woman wants to be pursued. Right. You know? And so, I don't, I didn't have, I've asked guys out in the past and not had a problem with that, but obviously once we're dating, I want to see an effort put in and yes. I don't want to be the only one texting and calling and asking to see, you know, or do right something um there's a dating coach evan mark katz uh-huh. and he actually said he tells women do not text a guy first right like, do not text them first but i just feel like that doesn't i don't know he says if a guy is interested in you and he wants to see you he will let you know right and i agree to i agree with that to an extent, I feel like these younger millennials, they, <laughs> they're not as old-fashioned, right? right? So I'm a little older. I might be a little more old-fashioned, and I feel like I want that. I want a guy to text me first. I don't want to chase after someone. Right. 
but I feel like they think it should be more 50-50, and I feel like they might get the wrong idea. If you are interested, and but you're not reaching out, they might think that you're, you're not, not interested. interested, and so then they just don't reach out. So right. it's really hard to know what to do. <laughs> it is. It is. And a lot of the coaches do tell you not to. I, I follow so many of them. Um there's Matthew a lot of really, Yes, I follow him. There's another guy. Uh, what is his name? I think it's like MJ Harris. He's like a young black guy. He's bald. He's super cute. Um, he's gay and he like gives a lot of awesome advice. And um, but I think in one of his chats, he even said like, look, if you're interested, sure, you know, reach out, say hi, you know, kind of not like fishing to see if anything is there, but, you know, kind of fishing to see if anything is there. Um, <laughs> but then also like let it go. Right. Like if you reached out once and he didn't, you know, kind of come back with anything, then, you know, then maybe he's not interested. Or, in his court. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So for me, um, I, I could be considered very traditional. Like, yes, I um, love for guys, like you said, to pursue me. Um, but at the same time, I'm not so much of a millennial, but I am kind of I feel like non-traditional where if I like somebody, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to, you know, make that effort on my side. Of course, then I know if he's not making an effort or, you know, he whatever ends up not being interested, that's fine. Um, but but I am kind of on the like it could be 50 50, you know, or even if I kind of reach out a couple times and then, you know, he kind of reaches back out on the other side a few times, you know, it just, I'm okay with not all the time, but I have had one guy that I was seeing, I met him on Bumble and we were talking. And then after a few dates, he was like, I want to see you more often and, you know, talk to you more. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like <laughs> rolling my eyes yeah. already. Cause yeah. I already know where this is going. So, so anyway, so <laughs> that happens. And then he doesn't talk to me for like mm-hmm. a week. Right. Yep. And I was like, this is weird. So I reached out, right? And I'm like, hey, so I'm kind of confused. Like you said, you know, you wanted to see me more often, but I haven't heard from you in five days. He's like, oh, well, you just seem so independent. And I didn't think you were that type of woman that needed that much watering. And I was like, okay, thank you. Bye. (laughs) So what he was saying was that he didn't think he needed to reach out to right, you right right because he, he you were independent yes but it's been a week yes exactly and I so oh my god anyways we went back and forth a couple text messages for a couple of days and I was like you know what this is not gonna work like obviously our communication isn't you know we're not on the same page like we think two different things about this situation so what could other so I just dropped it I was like and we talked for about three or four months like maybe two and a half three months like we had been seeing each other and talking and then but it wasn't consistent right and it was both like on my part and and his part and it was during quarantine we actually met like right before the shutdown and then we saw each other and talked for you know two months and when everything was kind of lifting that he was like yeah i want to see you more often hang out more is when that happened and i was like you know what this is a sign i'm gonna let it go (laughs) and just move on so yeah so it's weird so for me it's been kind of difficult i've so my situation is that um i was in a relationship for 19 years since I was a kid. I was 18, and then I was a grown adult when I got divorced. Right? I was 37. Yeah. And so the whole dating thing is new to me. I didn't really date in high school. I mean, I had, you know, boyfriends that mm-hmm. kind of, you know, it was school thing and um, nothing ever serious. And then in college, I met my ex-husband, and that was it. Like, we dated and got married. Um, so the dating thing has been tricky to just kind of learn. I think after two years, I'm getting the hang of it. You know, it's not <laughs> as big of a heartache as it was, you know, a year ago when I first started all this or dating. And um, 
And I've gotten the hang of it. I'm like, okay, I feel better about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of, I guess, a little bit like my story because my first husband and I had been together since I was 17. Oh, wow. And then when we broke up, I was only single for, mm, I think, two years. Okay. But I was kind of seeing someone who was avoidant. (laughs) (laughs) Now I know that. Right. I was going to say, did you know that? What is the name for this? Right. I know what that is. So... But I, I was kind of on and off with someone for those two years, uh-huh. and then I met my second husband. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so I didn't really date, you know, because right. I met, I um, I already knew the guy I was dating. He was in our friend circle. Okay. Um, when I divorced, divorced. my first mm-hmm. husband, yeah. So I already knew him. I'm I dated one other guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I met my husband, mm-hmm. my second husband, mm-hmm. and then it was in until we got divorced that I really started that's when I started my dating okay so that was about five years ago and then how long were you married the second time almost I think 11 or 12 years oh wow something like that so how long was your first marriage a year oh your first marriage was (laughs) short we were together since we were 17 and then when we got married Uh uh-huh I was 23 oh okay and then we got divorced at 24 oh okay you married again at 26 okay and then divorced about five years ago oh okay 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 wow so So then five years ago was when my started dating dating again yeah okay and then here's all the apps with all the avoidant men right (laughs) that's crazy so that's i guess that leads into my next question right the whole the mind games right like playing games and all this it shouldn't be this hard really like if I want to text someone, can I just text them? If we want to, if we like each other, why don't we just say we like yes. each other? And like, what is this? Okay, I have a question for you. Yeah, actually, no, go ahead. <laughs> so, if you are exclusive with someone, mm-hmm. does that mean they're your boyfriend to you, or is that something different? No, I mean, I think to me, exclusive and being—I mean, that would be your boyfriend, right? Not everybody thinks that way. Really, though. they feel like exclusive. I agree with you. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh exclusive we're either together or we're not right, period like right. i don't so it's like all these games yeah to, to me because a lot of people i think more mostly the younger people uh-huh. feel like exclusivity is the next step to being boyfriend girlfriend <laughs> wow so yeah. okay i mean i don't know yeah that's too many rules and too many <laughs> steps and and you're right like why is it that we can't just like you like me i like you let's date and, you know, and see if we're, you know, meant to be together kind of thing. But it doesn't work that way. It's so crazy that it's so complicated. Yeah. I just, I don't get it. I don't know. I'm like, is it because I'm 39? Like, I I don't get it. No, and, and it's not <laughs> you. <laughs> no, I know that now, right? But at the same time, I'm like, so I'm, I'm going to have to interview, like, a younger girl who's dating. Because I'm yeah. like, is this, like, what happens when you're, like, in your 20s? Sarah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she's actually coming on here next week. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. But that's my thing. Like, is it because, like, it is a younger thing, you know, in their 20s that there are all these little steps and all these rules? Or is it just that's how it is now, the culture, you know, the dating culture? I don't know. I don't. I just personally feel like an older guy, like a, a guy my age or a little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. Is going to know exclusivity means. Right. He's my that boyfriend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, like. It's weird. It's a so I I know this is funny, but I watch trash TV all the time. I do too. And one of them is the Hills. the The new Hills came on. Oh, okay. I've never seen that show, but I know about it. Okay, so I remember I recorded it because 
as I was cracking up. So you know who Spencer is. Every, yes. Uh-huh, yeah, everybody uh-huh. knows who he is, even if they don't watch, never watch that show. But um, he was talking to a younger uh-huh. guy in his 20s. Uh-huh. And they were having this debate. Because uh-huh. Spencer was like, oh, so you have a girlfriend. He's like, she's not my girlfriend. He's like, well, you just said you guys were exclusive. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, but that's not, doesn't mean she's my girlfriend. And Spencer's like, uh. Confusing. It sounds like you have a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the age difference. Yeah. Right? So the and that's younger what I'm saying. 20. Yeah. Because Spencer, I think he's in his 30s. Okay. Like, yeah. and But the 20-something, he. Like, no. That's interesting. So, I'm going to have to remember that for when I interview Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> what is the steps thing? Yeah. Everybody's different. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So here's the next question. It says, something you wish you knew about dating before you started dating. The attachment styles. Okay. Because um, I, I actually watched a video today by these Gibson uh-huh. and and she's just breaking down really it was like a 10 minute video breaking down all the all four attachment styles and she said you can pretty much tell if you look at these specific things by date three and four what their attachment style is mm. wow so. and make your mind up whether you want to be with that person yeah. or not so okay does she like does she suggest that you study your own attachment style like is there um so I haven't watched any videos where she specifically said that, but right. it is more about like therapy f- right. for yourself. So, yeah. cause I wonder like, are there attachment styles that go together? Like if you're an avoidant, then you need the other, you know, another type of attachment style. Yeah. To like come. any, any secure person uh-huh. is probably going to go well with another attachment style because they're secure. They kind of offset that in mm. the other people. Right. Yeah. That's, I'm so interested in this now. I need to know what mine is. Um, you have to take the quiz. Yeah. I'll send it to you. Oh, okay, cool. Yes, I will do that for sure. Um, so another question, do, do you pay on the first date? When you were dating. Hell no. <laughs> I love, no, never. Hell no. Not just no, hell no. <laughs> so for me, um, and I think in the last few blogs, we've, or blogs, I'm thinking about blogging, podcasts, we've talked about it um, where I think for me, it's been where I kind of just figure out the vibe, right? Like if, if I know for sure, like the first date's not really going well and you know, oh, it's not going to go anywhere. I end up paying for myself sometimes, you know, like, uh, let me just pay and go and never have any type of, you know, there was any type of connection here. Um, but for the most part, I do kind of always expect a guy to pay first, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. kind of my thing. But so have you ever bought a guy a drink at a bar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've done that when too. When I was like 20. You see, <laughs> not 20, obviously, because I had to be 21 to right. buy a drink. But I was... In your 20s. I was 21. Okay. No, I, I'm thinking, I remember, because he made a big deal out of it, and he told my best friend, who was his roommate, I can't believe she bought me a drink. No, oh, wow. uh, no girl's ever bought me a drink before. Like, that might be the only guy I ever bought a drink, oh, though. okay. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, so for me, it just kind of depends. But for the most part, I do expect a guy to pay, but sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't really care for you to pay for me. I'm good. I just had this conversation actually with a girlfriend. She was texting me about a guy that she went on. Um, they'd gone on two dates. Uh-huh. And she said that he was boring and that she didn't <laughs> think she wanted to see him again. And then she said, and plus, I split the check both dates. Like, and I was like, why? But because why? he made her? That's what I said. I uh-huh. asked her. I said, why? And did he, did he ask you to? Uh-huh. And she said, 
this is all over text too. It's not a phone call, but right. <clears throat> she said no. Um, I just usually offer, and I was like, "Well, stop <laughs> doing right. that." And I and uh, I said, "You know, it." I said, "I feel like if you set if you if you start out that way, then right. that's how it's going to continue, right? right? That's what I feel, right? And so." I think it's okay to evolve right. to that, you right. know, and you, you want to pick up a check sometime or right. split the check with a guy sometime. But if I don't even know that I like you, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, so she said, um, I'm trying to think exactly what she said. Oh, she, she was a little irritated, obviously. Right. And so I said, you know, I can understand if you want, to do it the first date mm-hmm. because if you put yourself in the guy's shoes the how many guys because i've been on a million first dates uh-huh. you know yeah so how many how many guys are paying for all these first dates right? right and they're just like never seeing the girl again and they just keep paying so if you put yourself in the guy's shoes maybe the first date but if the guy likes you this is my opinion obviously if the guy likes you on that second date when you offer again he's gonna be like no right let me pay mm-hmm. but no he let her pay again so <laughs> yeah so that so how, they only went on the two dates yeah I was yeah. like, because how many dates but not, did not, it take her to yeah, realize? Not, but not because of that, but she just said he was boring. Right. Yeah. It was just a personality thing. And yeah, something yeah. else didn't connect. It wasn't yeah. just because of that. Yeah. So that's my thing. Like, if I know, like I said, if I know that it's just like, mm, this is not going to go anywhere, I don't ever mind splitting it. So right? is it because she said she doesn't want to feel like she owes someone anything? Yes. Is that that's a big thing? thing for me. Yes. See, I don't feel that way at all because I'm like you don't even know him who gives a shit I know I know and no yeah you're allowed (laughs) trust me you're allowed um and I see that right like I see that now and definitely like I think for the most part it was on my it was just me right it was like this weird thing of that's just how I am already with people like I don't really feel like like with you you know if I if I know we're gonna go out to eat or something I don't ever want anybody to feel like I owe them anything you know what I mean or they owe anything to me so I think maybe that's and it goes you know based on like a case-by-case kind of thing right because you'll know like there's vibes and like you said if a guy really likes you like I've been on dates with this one guy and he paid every time like with no even hesitation right like the from the very first time we met he was constantly pulling out his wallet and you know and paying never even like looking to me I've been used yeah I even had a boyfriend once that fought with me to pay for his birthday meal and I was like we're out for your birthday I can't. oh and you were paying for it well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and he wanted to pay for it and oh. I was like no 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 like that's yeah. not happening so you know part of that is maybe I'm old-fashioned right you know I am a little bit older that's what I'm used to right. a guy paying for me right. and also being with someone that didn't want to even let me pay for their birthday meal but that's how I feel I do think when once something is established, there's of course you can contribute. Right. But I think in the very beginning, I want to see you making an effort to woo me. Or, right. You know, right. Like yeah, that makes sense, yeah. and that makes sense. And for me, um, and I I don't remember who I had this conversation with. Maybe it was with my uh, friend Gil that was on the podcast, mm-hmm. where I was like, look. Um, I'll let the guy pay, but then, like you said, if there's something established and it's, I know it's going to go a little bit further or long term, um, 
I end up, like, sending gifts or buying him, like, a shirt or a tie, you know, whatever it is that he's into. Yeah. Yeah. And to where I feel like he doesn't owe me anything, I'm kind of exchanging, you know, the Uh dinners for, like, a shirt or a nice tie or something. And so, so, yeah. So that, for me, makes sense, right? Um, But, I mean, it's interesting, right? Everybody's different. And so, yeah, for me, I feel like because when I first got divorced and separated, like, I pay for my own things you know even when I was married like I've always worked and made my own money so it's just that kind of like independence thing and also like not really I don't know not really knowing about dating right and how that should go yeah well I I've been very independent myself and I've always had a job but I want to I need that personally you know I need my love language you know I've I've also read the (laughs) I haven't read the whole thing, but um, when I was going through, like, therapy for my divorce, we did that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I need a man to show me not talk. Right. Actions speak louder than words. Right. And that's how – that's kind of my – part of my love language. Right. I want to – you know, is actions. And some women don't need that, you know. It's acts of service, and then the other one is gifts. Acts of service, gifts. Oh, those are yours? Yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm trying to think of what you're talking oh, about, right? Um, Which is, like... So, quality time. Okay. And then, um... I just feel brain dead today. <laughs> well, no, but do you think oh. that, like, him paying for meals, would you think that would be acts of service or, like, the gifts? Oh, n- neither. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I can see why you would think that. Yeah. Um, quality time... I think it's more, like, the quality time. Okay. Because... If we're if I'm going to a meal with you and you don't pay for it, then it doesn't feel like I really had I, I got what I needed from right. that. You know, like okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's different. <laughs> like I said, it's just it's for me. I don't know. For me, it's more of what happens after the first date, right? Like the acts of service, like or the effort and the pursuit kind of thing, right? If if we go out on a first date and then afterwards it's like nothing, then it just kind of dies down for me. I, I would like. I'm very much about you making some kind of an effort and almost immediately, right? Like, I hate the whole, let's wait a day to text or, you know, let's wait a couple days to communicate. I'm like... You should... I think if you go out on a date and the person likes you and it went well, that they should text you in the morning and say, hey, I had a great time last night. Or even text you that night. That night, night. yeah. And say, I had a great time. Hope you made it home safe. Yeah. I'm very much that person. Like, if you don't text me that night to kind of see if I even made it home or, or, you know, if you drop me off and then say, hey, I had a good time, whatever, then that to me is like, eh, it kind of really bums me out, like, right after. It doesn't have to be that night, but if it's not the next day and you wait two, three days, then I'm not going to believe that you really are interested in me and had a great time. And now... Now the game playing comes in. Yes. What are you? You're playing a game. Yeah. Because you didn't want to text me. Yes. Because you didn't want to seem interested. Right. Or too but, eager. Yeah. Or whatever but it is. now you're texting me three days later <laughs> that you're interested. It's just like what the mind game. It, it's like hard to decipher. It is. The it is. It is. No, it is. It's true. I I agree with you. Um, okay. So what are some of the biggest deal breakers for you? Oh. <clears throat> Your top three. Or two. (laughs) Or one. (laughs) Deal breaker. Well, I mean, he has to have a job. Okay. You know? And I want someone that makes at least the same amount of money as me because I don't want to feel like I'm taking care of someone. And I don't think a guy wants to feel like their woman is taking care of them either, you know? Well, it depends. Some guys, maybe. (laughs) Losers. (laughs) But I guess that's number one. Right. He has to be financially secure. Right. Um, Oh, my gosh. Um... 
deal breakers. Well, um, I definitely can't be with someone who's going to go cheat on me. Right. Yeah. So, no. Uh, that's why I was divorced the first time. Okay. Because he was a cheater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so faithful. Right. Somebody that's loyal. Mm-hmm. So loyalty for sure. I guess that's about it. I don't know. I'm not, I don't ask for a lot. Right, right. And it's funny, like, yeah, for me, I don't know, like, I, I kind of changes, right? For me, I'm big about support. You know, we've been talking the last few, the, just the last hour that we've been here and I do a lot. I'm involved in a lot. And so for someone to be fully supportive of what I do and just kind of let me have my independence, but you know, that kind of thing of like, let me be myself and be independent. And then at, you know, whatever point we come together and we are together and are partners, you know, and, and can uh, support each other and understand our lifestyles and everything that we're involved in. So for me, that's been huge. Um, but yeah, so someone who is, I think that's one of my biggest things right now is if the guy is like, oh, you do too much or I can't, you know, because I'm on social media, right? And I have a ton of followers everywhere and guys are constantly reaching out and trying to talk to me and stuff. And so someone who can't see that as like, look, it's just social media, you know, it's not like I talk to every single person on here because I don't. Um, so someone who's not understanding of that is kind of hard for me. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. My, my boyfriend's pretty good about that. He takes pictures for me when we Aww. go out and stuff. He's the Instagram boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he doesn't like it too much. Right. But he doesn't complain. Right. Right. Well, and that's the important thing, right? That it's like, it, maybe it's not his thing, but he knows that it's yours. He's understanding of it, and he still takes the picture because yeah. he knows you want a good picture, <laughs> which is fine. Like, that's how it should be. That's how it should be. Um. So then the opposite of that is what are your top three qualities that you look for in a guy? Because it could be the same, right? Uh, independent, financially secure, oh, yeah. and loyal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess it. I guess it is. Yeah, yeah. but are there any other qualities, or maybe kind of characteristics, right? Like, does he have to be a certain height, or did he have to be like? A, I'm like very big into like tattooed, you know, bearded dads, like that. Because I'm a mom. Dads. Yes, they. So that's very important for me because I have kids. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for me to date someone who doesn't mm-hmm. because then they won't understand like my time, you know, and how I split my time and how much communication I actually have with my ex husband. So. That, to me, is, like, one of the things, which is why probably also I don't really like to date younger guys because if they're not, they not if they don't kids. have kids or yeah. anything, then it's hard for them to understand that. Yeah. Um, no, I think, yeah, that's, those are definitely a reverse. Yeah. Right. So I need some money that's loyal and um, financially secure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, but somebody who's patient, I guess, because, like you said, we are... On social media, yeah. we do have to go out and take... I'm not going to go out to dinner and not take a picture and post on social right, media. Right. Because then everybody's going to be like, well, where is she? Right. She, she, hasn't post, she hasn't posted anything in five days. Right. Well, because at one time when I went out, I wasn't able to, you know. Right. So, yeah, somebody that's patient is, is yeah. important. It just kind of yeah. understands everything yeah. that you're involved yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, that's important. That's good. So... This is fun. <laughs> She's still not going to share with like, us. I'm like, did I, did I say too much? No. No, I think you were good. I don't think we, we said anything that was inappropriate. We didn't make you say anything that you would regret later. <laughs> Maybe? No. <laughs> You're fine. Um, so where can people find you? Where can they reach out to you? Fun in the City HTX on Instagram. I, I just recently um, 
started posting my posts on Facebook as well. So you can find me on there too. Okay. And it's the same page, the Fun yeah. in the City? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Okay. And how long have, did you say you've been doing that for? Um, I've been doing it for about a year and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's and really so good. I post about restaurants, events, and bars. And it, usually like newer mm-hmm. that have opened. And I, I do some giveaways, but. Um, awesome. Fun. I hope you like this. I hope this was fun for you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I think you were really nervous, but we're I, good. Yeah, I can tell by my posture. <laughs> I'm like sitting straight up. I'm like, it's over. Yeah, I'm like, it's over. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you, Delaney, for being on today. This was fun. Thank you Thanks guys. For having me. Yes.